Hello, welcome to that 1951 podcast. I'm your host, James Sunstow, and today we are making our predictions for Royal Rumble 2021. And joining me, we've got a couple of good friends of mine. First off, from the Joe Pro podcast, Mr. Jeremy Profit, Black Dynamite. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic, as always. So happy to be here with the number one show out of the UK. People, <laughs> if you don't know who this man is, then, then what's the point in living? So glad to be here on the 90s podcast. <laughs> Thanks so much. And joining me once again from Recap, Rewind, Recap, Rewind, Jonah, I always get the names mixed up. I know, some people do. If you want, just say R3 and we'll be all fine. But James, thank you for having me again. This is awesome. I can't wait to put our predictions out there for the 2021 Royal Rumble. No problem. So uh, it's going to be a bit of a weird rumble this year. No fans, obviously. So it's not going to be the same with the countdowns. And uh I had some predictions for the Rumble, and uh, they might be changing after hearing some news today, but uh, mm. I don't know if it's going to be a dangerous thing, having so many... I can't imagine there's going to be many spots in the match where there's going to be loads of superstars at once, obviously, with COVID and things like that, so don't be surprised if, you know, previous years we've seen eight or nine people in the ring. Don't be surprised if we don't see any more than, say, four or five people. That's a really good point, yeah. Uh, and what you just said about countdowns, I feel like they're like with the track record of um you know noises that they plant in i feel like we are going to hear the countdown right like that's the only chant that they could reliably say that would be said in real life like we could put that yeah that's my prediction yes i feel like we're gonna see those yeah i think it's a safe bet about the countdown i gotta say that uh yeah I i was wondering about the rumble too with covid you know having that many bodies in the ring at the same time uh but then again i saw smackdown and uh they did that nine man tag maybe one of the first nine man tags to ever happen in yeah. wrestling history uh certainly in wwe so it looks like they might be keeping their number around there maybe 10 might have been like a limit or might have been too much so they're probably yeah. going to have to restrict the amount of people that appear in the rumble which could open the door for someone to do something similar to what brock lesnar did last year and just kind of yeah. turn the rumble into kind of like a yes. gauntlet match yeah that's a very good point and uh obviously because of last year last year in my opinion uh it's one of the best rumbles ever so uh, agreed 100 percent. yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't mind seeing something like that again so i suppose we get to the matches so the first match is for the uh smackdown's women's titles match uh sasha backs the uh carmella uh i'll be honest lads i can only see one winning that is sasha banks Yep, definitely. Uh, I think that Carmella, she came back with a lot of momentum. I like the new persona. Uh, really don't like Reginald that much. Uh, yep. I, think, I, I, think that, I think that he should have stayed uh, back in NXT where he left uh, half of his hairline and, uh, you know, clearly most of his talent, despite the fact he's got some nice uh, flippies. But, uh, you know, I think that Carmella, her time will come eventually. I actually liked her last run. But right now, Sasha is the one with the momentum behind her. Sasha is more of the marquee draw if we're looking at a champion going into WrestleMania. And I think that there are a lot of interesting options for her uh, that could be coming out of the Royal Rumble. So, yeah, I got to go with Sasha all the way on that one. Great. Uh, And you, Jonah? Yeah. Yeah, so... I loved the uh, I love Carmelo's last run too, Jeremy. I don't know if you're referring specifically to the Princess of Staten Island, but I was yeah. big on uh yeah I was big on that personality. I thought she really did a great job, um, and when yeah I think she came back with a lot of momentum. I think I think everyone knew she was coming back. Like those vignettes, I don't know if they added or, or took away or anything. Probably only added to the whole situation. But I was happy to see her back. I thought they put on a great match uh, last pay per view. I thought that was definitely a one that people were probably sleeping on going into it, but afterwards it was one of the better matches of the night. Uh, and I, yeah, I think, I don't know. I, I would hate to see Carmella come back and lose twice, but 
and I know the first time they were making sure they took care of that whole Sasha can win a title but not defend it, and they took care of that with Sasha yeah. picking up the, the win last time. But I don't know. Like, I, I would love to see Carmella take it. I, I, would, I think it would shake things up a bit. Uh, and, and like I said, I wouldn't want her losing twice in a row. So I'm going to go with Carmella uh, with right. this one. I, I wouldn't say all my confidence is in it, but I'm going to go with Carmella. <laughs> I'd like to see I do believe – yeah, I do believe if someone else was holding the belt, then I would be fully behind the idea that Carmella – would be winning the title, but right. Sasha Sasha Banks is trying to get into the mainstream pop culture, obviously being in the Mandalorian and things yeah. like that, and like so you can and obviously it's WrestleMania season and traditionally Royal Rumble time they don't like to change the titles too much because they've already got their idea who their champions is going into Mania. So uh, yeah, so two to one Sasha, but we might be wrong, uh, Jeremy. <laughs> well, the way I look at it is I don't think they really have anyone else that they've built up to be able to challenge Sasha credibly. So yeah. I think they're just going to go with Carmella again. And you know me, I'm always one of the first ones to want to knock the book in. Maybe it comes from me being a, a writer myself. Maybe it comes from me being a wrestler myself. But uh, we're going into a pay-per-view where we may face the possibility of Kevin Owens losing three straight matches to the Tribal Chief. That's so true. if they're willing to sacrifice him uh, at the altar of one of their champions, as much as I really like Carmella, I think that it's probably going to be her meeting the same fate at the hands of Sasha. Cool. And the next match, uh, I'll be honest, this match I've got no interest in. It's the Raw Women's Tag Team match between Charlotte Flair and Oscar, the champions, against Baszler and Nia Jax. Uh, I have got no interest in this match at all. But if I had to pick a winner, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if Baszler and Nia wins and we end up seeing Flair for the third year in a row pretty much defeat Oscar on the way to WrestleMania for the title. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I hate to agree with you on two in a row here, but um, definitely I would think that this is going to be the end of their tag team run. Uh, kind of a run that came out of nowhere and is probably just going to only serve as a vehicle to further them going into a program, as you said, on the road to WrestleMania. I do personally believe that Becky Lynch will somehow be figured into the mix, and I would have liked to see Becky culminate her story with Asuka, which I still feel could be a possibility. But definitely, yeah. I think that the women's tag titles serve no purpose on a makeshift team of Sasha, uh, excuse me, not Sasha, but Asuka and Charlotte. And I think that uh, the belts going back to Nia and Shayna will at least open the door to some more interesting tag team matches from a team that is more believable as a tag team. And it won't hold up the division by having two belts on Asuka when she can only really defend one at a time. Cool. And you, Jonah? Yeah, I'm definitely going with uh, that they drop the titles to, to Nia and Baszler. Um, a team that I actually have gotten more and more behind as their run has gone on, like I know that uh, a lot of people were kind of down on Nia for a while and, and maybe still are, but I, I enjoyed their team. And I like that one thing I like with the women's tag division is, yeah, it did come out of nowhere, definitely, Charlotte and Asuka. And also Asuka is champ, so it's a little – peculiar that she's holding both belts right now i, I kind of hate when they do that to somebody because it let me just uh quick side note is oscar does she have a match for the belt as well that night or no uh don't no. think so no 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 so so yeah i kind of hate to see that i get that they're trying to add you know more legitimacy to the tag belts try to put them on more teams uh but look at how naya and baszler formed in the first place was makeshift so that's one thing i like about the women's tag division is that we're seeing these teams that we probably wouldn't have seen otherwise if they didn't have belts to go after uh, but back to the match, yeah, I see Baszler and Jax winning and becoming two-time champs. And I, I think that's kind of cool that they have tag belts under their name. Uh, and, and, yeah, I see Charlotte and Oscar going at it. 
And uh, I don't know if I see Charlotte winning the belt, though. I kind of want to see a, a second go about it with them, uh, with her and uh, Ripley, if Ripley doesn't win the Rumble. And, and don't forget that Charlotte <laughs> is also embroiled in that storyline with Lacey Evans and Ric Flair. Exactly, exactly. She has yeah. a lot going on, and I don't know if any of it really needs to involve the belt right now. So if she loses the tag belt, when I say belt, I mean the Raw Women's Championship. So if she loses the tag belt, I don't know if I want to see her go with Asuka in that story. Uh, maybe go against her and lose if that's, if that's the case. But, yeah, so for that match, yeah. Right, clean sweep for them. So next one we got, it's uh, mentioned it previous, uh, the Universal title match, last man standing match, Roman versus Kevin Owens. Uh, I'll be honest, lads, this is my lock of the night. I, no way Roman's losing tonight. I just can't see it. <laughs> Me neither. I don't, I don't see it either. For, uh, I see Roman taking it uh, from Owens, even though it is three straight losses uh, for Owens. I, I think that Owens has impressed so many people in this yeah. amount of time with this story with Roman. Like, even though he's not getting the win, sometimes I think Jeremy, you said this on one of our collaborations. It's it's almost it helps you more to lose than win sometimes. Uh, I, I, with all due respect, I most definitely did not say that. In fact, I remember the moment where that was said. I think it was in regards. Who said that? Uh, I think it was the guys from uh, from backstage brawl, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah. it was in regards to <laughs> it was in regards to Biggie. Uh, and I wouldn't say it's that I have such a tremendous memory, but because that one stuck out to me that I I really wanted to comment on it, and I had to bite my tongue. Because really? I do not believe that losing is ever winning. Winning is winning. There is no, not to say there aren't exceptions, which, you know, there'll always be Daniel Bryan uh, getting broke kicked in eight seconds that, you know, causes a, a cataclysmic uh, chain reaction that leads to him becoming a bigger star than anyone ever thought possible. But those are few and far between. Losing is not winning. Winning is winning. And when people were saying that Big E uh, in losing to Roman Reigns down the line could become a bigger star and look good in defeat, no, it, it doesn't happen. It just shows that you can't win the big one. Um, and so it's a narrative that, that is preached by a lot of people in wrestling. I feel like it's a, it's a bad way of thinking that is used by promoters to sell people on losing in a, a world where uh, losing should not be that big of a deal. Um, to bring this full circle to Kevin's story with Roman Reigns, one of the things that stands out to me, why I also feel much like James that this is a lock, is the stipulation, last man standing. So at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, it's not as though Kevin is being pinned one, two, three, or made to submit. He's losing yeah. to a stipulation. And as a wrestler, a lot of times promoters will come to you and they'll say, well, you know, you're going to take this loss or maybe multiple losses. But if you look at them, there was a lot of interference in the uh, TLC match that they had. And yeah. that wasn't a pinfall loss. Roman escaped the cage. In the cage, I, I think he escaped the cage. I may be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Kevin was handcuffed as Roman just yeah, walked yeah. out of the Roman cage. Yeah, Roman walked down the stairs. And then now a last man standing match. Again, Kevin gets to lose with a certain level of dignity. Now, people on the inside, they feel that this is protecting the person. And yeah, I guess he can come back and say he wasn't made to, to submit or be pinned. However, it's still a third consecutive loss uh, just with a, a moderate amount of dignity with a stipulation to protect him. I think the stipulation is specifically there because they've done everything short of uh, bringing him out and getting him tarred and feathered uh, at yeah. the expense of the tribal chief. So my pick, Roman Reigns, tribal chief, doing a fantastic job, I might add, uh, getting it done yeah, on the mic, is. fantastic character work, in-ring work. And uh, yeah, I think he's going to have the belt for a very, very long time. Agreed. And uh, yeah, and uh, the next one, uh, this is besides, well, this is probably more talked about than the actual Rumble matches themselves. Uh, 
McIntyre for Goldberg for the WWE title. Um, I now this is the one I don't know where it's going. This and the Men's Rumble. Uh, this one, I've got no idea. I'll be honest. I want McIntyre to win. Obviously, uh, I think ninety nine percent of the population wants uh, McIntyre to win. Now, I've got a theory. I've always had the theory that one eventually the the money the bank holder is going to cash the briefcase in. And he's going to take the pin in a triple threat match. And rather, the holder of the title is going to pin him, or the challenger is going to pin the Money in the Bank winner. So I possibly see a case where Miss Cash is in, and he actually gets pinned either by Goldberg or McIntyre. So if Goldberg does pin Miz, yes, McIntyre's lost his title, but you can kind of say, I've never been, I never got pinned for it. If McIntyre pins uh, Miz, Goldberg be like, you know, pissed off, but hopefully that gives him an out to say, right, he didn't lose the match, and now we can shuffle him off to the side to do something else at WrestleMania. So, going left field, I think Miz is going to cash in, and this is a tough one. I I want to say McIntyre will pin him, uh, but I'll say McIntyre's going to pin him. Because there's a reason they've kept the belt on. I know McIntyre lost against Orton for like a couple of weeks, but he got the title back straight away. And WWE loves McIntyre because he does so much good PR work for media. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go when we got a McIntyre win, but as a caveat to that, I think he might pin Miz instead of pinning Goldberg. Jeremy, you want to take it first? I, I, I can. You can have this one, Jonah. All right. Uh, so yeah, James, I agree much like you just said, like, there's a reason why they put the belt back on McIntyre. I think it's such a glaring thing. They put the briefcase back on Miz after, you know, nobody would have, I don't think many people would have realized that Morrison is the one that handed it to the official. And that was like the loophole. I wouldn't have really said anything about that. If Miz lost it, I was upset that I think they wasted it on Miz in that cash in, but I was like fine with it the next day. Like I was like, all right, but they gave it back to him for a reason. And I agree. I think to make Goldberg still have that aura that he has and get more matches out of him after this, uh, I think Miz is going to cash in and, and yeah, he's going to take the pin. And I think McIntyre is going to keep it. I don't see McIntyre losing it and then winning it back, you know, for a third time, like in the span of a very short amount of like, what has it been? Come Mania, it'll be a year since he won it the yeah. first time, lost it, won it again. I don't know. It's not unheard of. Charlotte's already like a 10 or 11 time or something champ in such a short time. So it's not unheard of, but yeah, I I completely agree with you. I think that's a great theory. And other than Miz cashing in now, I really don't know when else he would uh, do it. I guess there's countless opportunities uh, and we don't really, we can't see that far out, but still, I I think, um, I think your theory's spot on. Yeah. I think it keeps everyone pretty uh, healthy in the match. You, Jeremy? Yeah, I think you got a great theory there with Miz. Uh, I think that's a much better idea than uh, what the creative team can usually come up with. So uh, (laughs) kudos to you on that one. Uh, I'm going to be a little controversial here in my prediction. Um, Now, I got to preface this by saying I absolutely love Drew McIntyre. You know, much praise to my my fellow Scott, Drew McIntyre, for all the great work he's done. Uh, taken the ball and ran with it. And he definitely should be on top of that company. Um, I, I think his potential is, is really unlimited. Um, with that said, you can never deny the political skills of yeah. Bill Goldberg. Uh, 
that Goldberg is not a man who's coming in to just do a job for nothing. And I don't believe that Goldberg is just coming in just to put over Drew McIntyre. We kind of saw him do it with Braun Strowman at WrestleMania, but that was supposed to be Roman Reigns, who has a lot more value and equity uh, in WWE than Braun Strowman. So I foresee a situation, and I'm going to tie this into my Rumble pick, like I said on Circle of Debate. Oh, nice. Where I do believe we could potentially see a Goldberg title reign, which as a fan of WCW, it'd be nice to see Bill Goldberg finally win the WWE championship. Um, And I think this could tie in very well to my rumble prediction, which was the fiend and that we get a rematch and Goldberg puts over the fiend who he had defeated in Saudi Arabia. So I'm going to go as much as I love drew McIntyre. I'm going to go with Bill Goldberg for the Royal rumble. Go back. So, Cool. So we go to Can the. I, uh, I got to jump in while while he just said it because it's fresh in my mind. Um, the fiend winning the belt back. I just I don't think he needs it based on like past uh, experience of him holding the belt. Like I compare the fiend uh, to Undertaker just persona wise in that Taker. How many times have he held the world title in that thirty year career? Uh, Only a WWE title. I think he held four times in the world every title. I think he held three. So seven and yeah. I just think it, the Fiend's credibility is so lost when he had to lose those uh, title reigns that he had. You know, because when you win a title, obviously you have to lose it down the line. Um, yeah. And I just think he he works best as a as a persona that comes out and does his job. He's probably one of the best characters they have right there. Uh, and I don't know if he necessarily needs the belt. Uh, that's why I've kind of been against the Fiend getting a title shot again. Like I enjoy what he's doing with Orton right now. I think. Uh, the whole Alexa Bliss thing is carrying Raw in a big way right now with Orton. And that, that's yeah. just my opinion on, on Fiend winning the, the uh, Rumble or, or going against Goldberg for the belt down the line. I, I'm curious to see what you have to say. Well, I mean, agree to disagree on that because I do feel that the Fiend is a, a crucial part of the show. Needing the belt, not needing the belt, just my personal opinion uh, or, or just my effing opinion uh, as the show is entitled. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I do think that you should have your, your top act uh, with the championship and I think that the fiend regardless of what people think of his his in-ring performance it's a fantastic character and it's one that you you can't turn your attention from even elements of the fiend now rubbing off on Alexa making her mm-hmm. a more compelling character a lot of raw is written around that especially this new darker edgier raw that they have claimed to be uh, inspired to do because of the pressure from the USA network so I think how better to culminate that than the Fiend coming back, getting the championship, and in a match where he has an opponent that he has a built-in story with, and we know the Fiend always remembers, uh, you know, much like the North remembers in Game of Thrones, um, the Fiend always remembers. So there's a lot of material there that Goldberg stopped his big run. And I would just like to see the Fiend finally become what he looked like and what it started to look like when he faced Seth Rollins and, you know, all of these other guys where he was this indestructible force until Goldberg came along with a few spears and a, and a poorly executed jackhammer and, and then suddenly <laughs> defeated him. So I do think that there's some meat on the bone to that rivalry and the story that can be told. Uh, and I think it would actually get a lot of goodwill for uh, Mr. William Goldberg if he were to come back and right that wrong. So that's just how I see it. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting match. And the thing is, because it's Goldberg, it's not going to be a long match. It's going to be 
<laughs> no, we're gonna we're gonna know the finish tops. pretty quick. Yeah, hey, so. I, hey, I pers- with entrance, I, with entrance. I personally feel that his matches with Brock Lesnar, aside from the one at Mania 20, th- they were perfect. Oh, awesome. they, yes, all they needed awesome. to be short and sweet, action from start to finish, told a great story. Oh, they're awesome. So yeah. we're not gonna wait long for the uh, result. What? It's just what's going to be the result. So uh, we'll see and find out. So we'll jump on to the uh, first rumble of the night. Uh, the women's were a rumble. Um, interesting in this one. Um, I had a theory of who I thought was going to win it for a while, but the last couple of weeks I'm leaning towards. So for a while I've been thinking Rhea Ripley. And it kind of ties in with my Charlotte theory that Charlotte is eventually going to defeat Oscar again for the title. And Ripley's going to win the Rumble. And they're going to have a rematch from last year for the Raw Women's title this time. So kind of Rose reversed uh, Ripley's Rumble winning. She's going in as the challenger this time. And, uh, you know, and it, I mean, it would be nice to see her get a revenge on Charlotte. And don't get me wrong, I love Charlotte. I think she's one of the greatest women wrestlers of all time. Um, but I think, you know, her perfect role is just being this... Like a father, really, being an arrogant heel champion. And it's always great to have a good babyface go against her. But in saying that, Bianca Belair's got so much steam behind her. And especially, like, lately, for um, you could say, like, it would be such a um, groundbreaking moment, uh, you know, for, the, uh, for, like, you know, the black community. Like, if it was Bianca versus Sasha for the title at WrestleMania, some people would like to see that main event menu as well, which I wouldn't argue with. Um, so that would be great. And that's a match I could see happening at Mania, rather if Bianca wins the Rumble or not. I do think it might be her and Sasha at Mania. Um, so I'm torn between them two, but if I'm going to pick one, I'm going to lean towards Ripley, just due to the fact as well, we haven't seen her on TV for a while as well. So And there's a reason she's been written off NXT because she's ready right. for the main event, um, ready for the main roster. Jeremy? Yeah, um, when we did the circle of debate, I mean, I had gone all in on Charlotte simply because she's Charlotte and the, the company by hook or by crook is going to keep her at the top of the card, um, regardless of the fact that I, I kind of feel like Charlotte is not, as you said, you know, in her best role right now. I don't think she should be a babyface. Um, yeah. I think that she actually uh, brings down a lot of her opponents as a babyface because she's too strong and dominant and um, it's funny when you look at Charlotte's career, her best matches have been with great workers, but she doesn't have the ability or is not really shown the ability, except on rare occasions, to take an inferior worker or less experienced and bring them up to that level where they can have great matches, which people like Bailey and Sasha uh, are able to do. So I think personally that's a big weakness of Charlotte, especially as a babyface. But I think she's a fantastic heel. Uh, I think yeah. she's one of the most hateable uh, women in, in WWE history. She's, she's yeah. even... I would say a better heel than her father, Ric Flair. And I know that's saying a lot, but I feel Charlotte, she just understands how to yeah. be a bully on screen. Um, yeah. You know, so I'm, uh, I, I got to go with Charlotte because why bet against her? But I have to admit your Rhea Ripley theory uh, is really, is really turning in my head because yeah, we haven't seen her on NXT. She's clearly ready for the main roster, has a built-in story with Charlotte. And I kind of think they did her a little dirty last year by having her yeah. lose because Charlotte really gained 
nothing out of that, just winning the championship, going down to NXT, decimating a bunch of those girls, not even taking the pin in the match where she lost the championship, which was actually taken by Rhea Ripley uh, at the hands of Io Shirai. So I think that if they want to make this girl into a major player in the company, it would be a good time to do it. But I still feel that Charlotte is everything the company likes. And so long as those same people are in charge, it's not going to be a Bianca Belair. It's not going to be anyone else. But the woman I like to call, not the queen, I call her the Dairy Queen, and that's Charlotte. (laughs) Cool. And Jonah? Um, Yeah, I'm going to stick with – I'm I'm on your side. I'm Ray Ripley all the way. Super over on Ripley. I think she's such a star. I think she showed that uh, she has the ability to – really be a, a key asset on main roster with that match with Charlotte at Mania. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm all for Ripley winning this rumble and I agree with you. I think, and I think that was such a perfect way to go out on that note with uh, Raquel Gonzalez. That was such a great match. And to go out on that, I mean, it would be fantastic and then show up on main roster. Uh, I just hope she would be used well and everything, but uh, for the rumble, yeah, if it's not Ripley, I'm really siding with Bel Air. I think they've been yeah. hyping her up uh, for it. So it'd be Ripley and then Belair. I've also been hearing so much talk about Ronda Rousey. I don't know if you guys have either. I don't know if I see it, especially with no fans. I don't know if that's what they'd go with, but it's you know, always I've, a possibility. Yeah. I've been, I've been out of the loop on Ronda, but did, did she ever end up actually getting pregnant or no? I don't, don't think so. Because so. I think that was what she was working on. And I just, I get a feeling like maybe she's not going to want to, you know, jeopardize her health until that that becomes a thing unless she's given up on it. Fair point. Uh, yeah. So, so I don't really, nor do I want Rhonda to come back really. I, I could not care any less for her presence <laughs> on television. Um, you know, I, I, I've heard, again, I don't want to drag her through the mud, but whatever. I, I didn't really enjoy her run. Um, I hear Bret Hart talk about, you know, how reckless Goldberg was in the ring and how, you know, wrestling him was like wrestling a gorilla. I see Rhonda in there and I feel like it's the same thing. Uh, you know, the way she threw around Alexa Bliss and then injured her and, you know, was just totally reckless in there. Uh, they gave her everything. She put over one person when it was all said and done. Yep. I think whatever rub they got off of Rhonda, they, they don't really need at this point. They have a perfectly capable great worker in Shayna Baszler who could be everything that Rhonda was supposed to be and more. I'd rather see them invest in her. Uh, that, that's just my two cents on Rhonda. Yeah, and um, yeah, as far as uh, Baszler went main roster, her and Ripley, well, Ripley defeated Baszler to end a title run with the NXT women's title, so yeah. they had some great matches, so that's why I'm hoping Ripley goes up, wins the title, and she can have some good matches with the likes of Baszler and uh, Oscar and uh, all these people, so... Uh, Fingers crossed, and uh, we'll get to the main event. Uh, I think it will be the main event of the show, the Men's Royal Rumble, and uh, I think this is one of the most open rumbles we've had for quite a while, to be honest. Um, no clear-cut favorite, and one me. P- so I had a left-field pick for Keith Lee and Brock Lesnar was going to be co-winners, but I don't know if it's true. Uh, saw of it today, Keith Lee's contracted COVID, so. Mm. Is that I, tr- I couldn't find that anywhere. I saw your tweet, but I couldn't. That's like confirmed. He has COVID. Uh, he wasn't on I, Raw this week. Yeah, he's missed two I, weeks in a row. Yeah. A guy I podcast with, uh, Mags, he said to me that my limbs must have came out and said, no, it's false. But I'm still hearing that, yeah, he's got it. So that's that. Very <laughs> gone out the window for myself. Um, this is a tough one, uh, to be honest. I'll let you take the floor first. Uh, well, you, well, just, to, just to come back to that, that Keith Lee COVID thing, I mean, is it, it's 
probably not unfathomable that he got that uh, from Drew McIntyre because he tested yeah. positive. They had a match not too long back. And That's yeah, right. he hasn't been on TV. And I've also noticed a, a number of talents, especially on the SmackDown brand, have totally disappeared. I was uh, telling the joke the other day that, uh, you know, it's as if Thanos did his snap and tons of people around <laughs> that Mysterio uh, Mysterio and King yeah, Corbin angle disappeared. The, the Knights of the, the Lone Wolf are gone. Uh, right. the, Murphy is gone. We haven't seen Murphy in forever. Aaliyah, Ray's wife, uh, <laughs> and Seth Rollins, of course. But uh, we know he's away for uh, maternity leave. But, um, I mean, yeah, you're right. It, it is a very wide-open rumble. And if Keith Lee did test positive, that's some really – unfortunate timing for that that's some um, you know mustafa ali uh mustafa ali bad timing mustafa, yeah. on that one yeah. um but which you know his name i don't think that's even his real name but uh you know we can continue <laughs> to dissect the pronunciation but that guy um bad timing like with kofi um yeah. i would say that you know i'm going to stick with my prediction for the rumble which i've already said i feel like it will be the return of the fiend bray wyatt but i'll mm -hmm. even double down on something else because obviously The Fiend is embroiled in that rivalry with Randy Orton. And yes. I can't help but get this image out of my mind of a moment in the Rumble where maybe Randy Orton and Edge come face to face with yeah. their longstanding oh history. God, yes. And the next entrant is The Fiend. And then you have the three of them. And I kind of think that uh, I have a theory about Edge. I had saw that promo, was very passionate. You know, Edge... He can cut a hell of a promo. There's, there's no denying it. It had me believing and saying, you know, maybe it's going to be Edge. But I think that there's another direction Edge is going to go in. I, I think I know who they probably want to pair him up with. And you just have to look to last year's Royal Rumble where he speared AJ Styles. AJ yeah. unfortunately got injured on the spot. But AJ has kind of become the resident uh, caretaker uh, of yeah. WWE, working with yeah. the likes of The Undertaker and, you know, the older wrestlers. I think that Edge's destiny for Mania is probably going to be with AJ Styles. So I think right. that there will be some interaction there that removes Edge from the Rumble. Um, but I do think we're going to get that moment of Edge, Randy Orton, and The Fiend all in there at the same time. And I'm sticking with my prediction. I'm sticking with The Fiend. He's winning. He's going to Mania. Awesome. Jonah? Uh, that's a, it's a good pick, like, especially since The Fiend, as, as we said, such a memorable character. Like, he definitely needs a Rumble win under his belt. I think so many people need a Rumble win under their belt, though, and, like, time is maybe running thin, you know? Uh, I would love to see AJ have a Rumble win under his belt. I'd love to yeah. see my pick, being Daniel Bryan, have a Rumble win under his belt as well. Um, I really do think Bryan's going to take this one. I think as we see it happening, I don't know if they're still planning it because there hasn't been as much interaction, but Sheamus and Drew, I think is what we're going to get or what we are going to get, whatever, if it's still in the books. Uh, so, yeah. but I think they could do Sheamus without having him win the rumble, especially for a second time. I think they could do Drew and Sheamus without the rumble involved. Yeah. Uh, but if I had to pick, it'd be, it'd be Daniel Bryan as my number one pick to win it. It was Keith Lee for a while. It also was Biggie, but he didn't lose the IC title. Did he? No, uh, and when no. we done circle debate, um, that like Big E was my pick, but it was two months ago, so it was quite early, you know, to make these predictions. Um, yeah, exactly. And, and I kind of thought that he was like I knew he. I think he won the IC title the week after we recorded it, but I, I knew he was going to go and win it. I thought at some point he was going to lose it in between, but obviously that hasn't panned out. Um, so that's why it's good to do these predictions at night before. Yeah. I suppose. <laughs> um, we know where we are with the storylines. Um, 
I'm going to agree, Jonah. I think I'm going Daniel Bryan. Um, yeah. Roman Reigns, I'm thinking, like, who can you put him up against at WrestleMania? Now, I've always been under the impression myself that had this been a full stadium, uh, you know, arena full of fans, it, and especially because the, ta- the original tagline for this year's Mania was going to be WrestleMania Hollywood, exactly. it was going to be Roman f- Roman for The Rock. I think, you know, that's an educated guess. Uh, right. I think they'll eventually do that down the road once we do get fans back. So I think they're thinking, you know, let's put a marquee match back on. And um, I can see it being Daniel Bryan. He's beloved by the fans. He'll be a great baby face going into Mania. And um, it'd be nice for him to have a Rumble win on his match uh, under his belt. So uh, going to have to agree and uh, go Daniel Bryan. So uh, that's our picks. But I've got a couple of, uh, I've got four more little questions here. So um, the Royal Rumbles is obviously full of surprises. So, there's been rumours that there might be some debuts happening. So, do you see a uh, a debut happening in either Rumble? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. I do. I do. Yep. I, I'll just I'll just jump in. I'll say, I think uh, I think we're going to see Damian Priest. I think he's uh, definite in this Rumble. Um, I think we may see some unorthodox ones as well, like a Cameron a Cameron Grimes or a um, uh, what's his name Loomis Dexter Loomis. I think that could definitely be a possibility. Those are like my well, three NXT. Well, that, well, that was going to be here the other segment. Like, which NXT stars you can, you can see? Come oh, up. this wasn't. But I thought you said uh, debut, or this is just. Uh, like my, a bad. Debut. my bad, James. My bad. Uh, You're the host. Oh, don't worry. Here. Well, we'll 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 go, we'll go back to that. But yeah, NXT. Uh, Damien Priest, I think, is nailed on to, the, you know, being the Rumble as well as a call up for NXT. Yep. Um, I, I, I was also going to say Priest, um, but I mean, there have been some other people, I think, too, that have been sitting on the sidelines, like uh, I think Vanessa Bourne has kind of just been in purgatory for ever since COVID hit. So, you know, maybe the Rumble might be an opportunity to finally introduce her to the audience. Uh, really surprised they haven't done anything with her. I've uh, been pretty impressed by her. I think that uh, having someone that, you know, even just that looks like her on TV is a good thing. So Yeah, true. <laughs> Cool. So that's the NXT ones, but as for a debut, so a debut from someone outside the company. So, I mean, the name floating about is uh, Switchblade Jay White, which I don't know if he's watched much New Japan, but he just lost at Wrestle Kingdom with uh, Kota Ibushi in a great match. Uh, there's rumors that he's joining WWE, uh, but and apparently something came out like WWE trying to sue a airline because they wouldn't authorize this flight and they want to get this flight authorized or something like along them lines. Uh, oh, so wow. had, yeah, like someone brought it up and and they said, you know, it was like a certain flight charter and these things. So like, I don't know, you know, I skimmed the tweet, but it was something like that. So if I had to say like who, like, I don't think it'll happen, but if I had to say someone who's going to make a debut in the company, then I'll go Switchblade, which I'd love to see. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it cool sounds pick. about right. They did the same thing with AJ Styles when he debuted right. in the Rumble. Uh, I can see a lot of parallels there, considering that you know he's coming from Japan. AJ had just wrapped up with them at the same time. Uh, while I don't feel that Jay White is uh, a talent as uh, that he's a, you know as good of a talent as AJ Styles or as good as AJ was at that point, uh, I do think he's a marquee name on the independent scene. People should know who he is. He's a, a ready-made commodity uh, coming in. It's not like it's just a complete unknown. So it could be a good way to introduce him to the audience, maybe have him put in some good amount of time in the Rumble. Maybe even have him be the number, I wouldn't say maybe number one, but number two could be pretty good. Give him a nice entrance. Maybe him and Daniel Bryan start off the Rumble. Nice little treat for the fans. I can see that happening. Cool. You, Jonah, or you agreeing with Jay White? Yeah, I agree with Jay White. I got to admit, I I probably haven't paid as much attention as I should to those companies that have like the – 
or I paid attention to companies, but those bigger names are on the level like Jay White to kind of take off and join WWE. So I'd have to just hop on that bandwagon because yeah. I do know a lot about Jay White. And if, if what you're saying is true with the flight, it's very believable. Um, especially with a bunch of – yeah. No, no. Just, I was going to say, especially with a bunch of companies right now, uh, in theory to collaborate with the whole AEW and Impact thing, I don't know if WWE would go the route of getting somebody from um, – from those uh, the companies that were rumored to uh, to join that kind of uh, teamwork thing, you know what I'm saying? Like I think they might yeah. stay away from that. Do you agree with that? Yeah, and uh, if Jay White, like he's got, like uh, you, you, like like Jeremy said, he's not an AJ Styles, but he's established in New Japan and he's done some work in Ring of Honor and WWE. I think like I think Jay White is someone who can be a breakout star. I think he's still pretty young. And I think WWE being smart wouldn't want to see someone like that join an AEW, which I'll be honest, AEW right. hasn't had the greatest booking of making superstars, I, but that's my opinion. Uh, but letting someone of that talent go to a potentially a rival company, they're not a rival company, but you know what I mean. I don't think they would do, make that mistake. Um, but the last two of the category, so because I was gonna, but I had I had one more that I'd like to say. Yeah. I think might be making yeah. a debut, and I think it would be a perfect opportunity for this person to be showcased. And I personally hope they do end up in WWE. I know that's hard to believe, considering it's me talking, and I'm very critical of WWE. But yeah. I would love to see Taya Valkyrie show up yes. in the women's. Royal that Rumble. is true. Yes. That is yes. very true. She just ended. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's a great get, that's a great prediction and uh, there's been rumblings so yeah that is a great prediction and uh, that's I, I know there can... are two yeah I know there are two people who just became free agents too with uh what was it Zicky Dice and uh, Ethan, Ethan Page, Page right that's, yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah I, don't, I, don't think, be. I don't think we'll be seeing them in the rumble but um... no. <laughs> <laughs> I could see Ethan Page he really impressed me with the North I couldn't see Zicky Dice but yeah Zicky Dice I mean I've interviewed him and you know great guy to I speak know. to but but his gimmick, his gimmick is someone who I could see working on Impact Wrestling. I'll be honest. Uh, he, he's an Impact Wrestling. I can't. I don't see him in WWE or even NXT. Um, Ethan Page, yeah, did not. I was one of my favorite tag teams, and uh, he's been impressive. But we'll have to see. I mean, the, the thing with Ethan Page, he's got a bit. They, they all do Twitch and things like that, and I know he's got a big Twitch following. Obviously, with WWE and the Twitch bands and things like that, I don't know if it'll work, but. Depends if they pay him well enough to be like, well, I don't need a Twitch anymore. So <laughs> it, it's right, one of right. them. And uh, the last one is returns. So a return for someone who's on the active roster and a return for someone who's not on the active roster anymore. So my prediction, like a return from the active roster, I think we might see Seth Rollins come back. Uh, it might be, I don't know if it's too soon after him and Becky's had the baby, but I'd like to see Seth come back, uh, you know, some, I do miss seeing Seth. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of the Monday Night Messiah gimmick, I'll be honest with you. And uh, the, the the story, the feud with Mysterio wasn't too bad, but I do like babyface Seth, but I think they kind of shit the bed on that uh, run, to be honest. So, uh, if anything, I would like to see 2015 Seth Rollins come back, you know, when he was in, with the authority, just being that cocky heel champion. I love that. Really I love that, Seth. Irritating. Yeah. <laughs> and as for a, a return for someone who's not on the active roster, uh, you hear rumblings every year, but I mean, man, I would love to see Carlito come back for a run. <laughs> Carlito, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I thought a lot of the people who didn't show up for the Legends run or Legends Raw might show up in the Rumble, like Carly, um, Carly, Carlito. 
Yeah. It's a Freudian slip. Maybe I won't call Lee, but <laughs> Well, they did just do the superstar spectacle. Exactly. So maybe, maybe they got Kali in their back pocket. You know, he, he had a very maybe. memorable uh, Royal Rumble moment there where he was eliminated by Beth Phoenix a few years That's back. Right. And uh, who doesn't love the great Kali? Wouldn't it be funny if Kali turned the tables and showed up in the women's rumble? <laughs> <laughs> that would be wrong for so many reasons. Uh, <laughs> I, least, I don't think... I don't think they're gonna risk the backlash, especially after Santina no. came out. A lot yeah, of I love that. I, I enjoyed that. Well, I, I I enjoyed it myself, but a lot of people, you know, they just think you know it's degrading women and that. I'm like, it's just a comedy spot, you know. Get over yourself. <laughs> it had its history. You had to be a fan to know that history. But Beth, you know, having Beth and Santina was pretty cool. I, I didn't get yeah. to mention this, and I feel I'd be remiss because I'm I'm such a big fan of this person. Uh, even though my pick is Charlotte for the Women's Rumble, someone who I would be thrilled to see win the women's rumble would be billy k because yes. when it comes to entertainment when it comes to someone who can appear on any show even the most dreary drab boring episode of raw or smackdown that will always put a smile on my face it's billy k and True. in speaking of santino it reminds me of that moment where santino almost won the royal rumble yes. and imagine oh, i know I there's no that. fans but imagine the reaction if billy k did the same thing and you have let's say charlotte has won the rumble but billy k is not eliminated and she's sneaking yes. up on her to try to eliminate her and she's gonna win it w what a great moment that, that would be whether she does it or not i kind of see her as the female santino where you know sh she can do no wrong every segment she's in is extremely entertaining and, and Funny, she puts 100 yeah. percent into everything she does i would have loved to see billy k win the women's rumble yeah i um i just recently just released my interview with ricardo rodriguez and we talked about that santino del rio moment in the mm -hmm. rumble and how crazy it was it was good and i mean uh, like uh, that's our predictions but the, the one theory like and it's been like i remember hearing this theory when uh, during the 2012 rumble when uh, seamus won it and like a lot of people had the theory that chris jericho because mm -hmm. leading up to it chris jericho just returned and he didn't speak did he he didn't spoke he no was just, he like, was silent know, yeah that's right. A lot of people. He didn't even make contact with people until that rumble. Sorry, go that's, on. Yeah. That's right. Oh no, that's fine. Uh, that's right. And uh, a lot of people had the theory that, you know, twenty-eight and twenty-nine was going to throw each other out the ring, and he would come in at number thirty, and not lift a finger, and win the rumble. It obviously didn't come to pass. But our, our credit uh, Titan Tron uh, podcast, I think they was the ones who mentioned it. Uh, Lana <laughs> coming in, at, coming out. I mean, no. she, she, at, what was it? Survivor Series uh, where. Yep. Nia, she was she never left the apron, and I think was it Nia Jackson uh, Belair got counted out. Double count out, yeah. That's right, and uh, she w became the sole survivor, and obviously she got writ off TV. Uh, I don't think she's legit injured. I think it was just storyline reasons. But and she was I think it's for the Rumble. <laughs> yeah, sadly, I think it's just not who I want. It would make sense with oh, what they're no. doing, but I don't know. Yeah, and I think I she was tagging with Asuka, so does Asuka, you know, keep the belt till WrestleMania? Lana, like we said, does the spot where everyone's out the ring. She comes out number 30. She wins the Rumble. She goes on the WrestleMania to face uh, Oscar. Um, it'd be fun, but I don't want to see it. But <laughs> I, I was looking at the betting odds, and she's like 25 to 1 so, uh, to uh, do that. So I'm thinking wow. it might be worth a tenner. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those are some pretty good odds. I mean, I could, I could see it happening. The only thing that has been disappointing to me about Lana's run is, as great as it's been, I think that if there were fans, it would be even better. It would have been something yes. that would have built up organically week after week with her going through the table, the people getting behind her. Uh, and I think that she was a victim of, you know, unfortunately, they're not being fans to react organically to that. And that could have maybe catapulted her up further up the card as something that people would want to see. 
But uh, I think now I just kind of think with them taking her off TV for as long as they have, she's a little too cold to come in and win the Rumble. Yeah, so it's a, it's, a, it, yeah. it's a fun theory. So uh, we'll see. But lads, thanks very much for coming on the show. I uh, had a great time doing these predictions and uh, looking forward to the Rumble. But before we go, uh, tell everyone where they can find you. We'll start with you, Jeremy. Yep. Well, you can find me just about everywhere, uh, but the place I prefer is on Twitter. You can follow me at Jeremy Prophet, J-E-R-E-M-Y-P-R-O-P-H-E-T. You can find me on Instagram at the real Jeremy Prophet. And you can see me every week now starting on Tuesdays, not Wednesdays, but Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on Jofo in the Ring. So if you want to find me, I'm not a hard guy to find and uh, shoot me a follow. And if you want to shoot me a message, I'll be happy to oblige and uh, we can talk some wrestling just like I did here with these fine gentlemen. Awesome. Thanks so much. And you, Jenna? You could find us everywhere. Uh, similar to Jeremy, we, we just launched on Twitter. We're not on uh, TikTok like Joe Fino is, but we are on Twitter at R3Jonah. We're on YouTube, uh, Rewind, Recap, Relive, Facebook under the same name, and Instagram at Rewind, Recap, Relive. You can see all of our great interviews, uh, like one that we're eventually going to have with Jeremy on there. Uh, some collaborations. You can see 90s wrestling. You can see Jofo, Circle of Debate, Dirty Heels, everyone great in wrestling. We, we've collaborated, so give us a, give us a look. Awesome. And like I said, lads, thanks again for coming on. And yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, it's going to be a good rumble.